last week, there was a, another tough event, and that was a, a commemoration of events um, that happened in uh, Priedor, Kozarats. Uh, there is There are there are several places in the northwest of Bosnia around the cities of uh, city of Priedor and um, the neighboring town Kozarats, where uh, in where a lot of concentration camps were created in the vicinity of those two. Mm-hmm. A lot of people perished, Bomarska, um, Keraterm, and so on. A lot of people perished, um, torture, rapes, um, and this is, um, they established this annual event like the event in Srebrenica where they have the uh, mass funeral once a year for all of those who have been found in the year prior um, with the substantial enough amount of remains to have a proper funeral. And they mark um, events they mark, they actually uh, commemorate those events differently. Mass funeral is one of those events, but then uh, there are anniversaries of um, um, something, and there's a possibly closure of, um, or I don't know, there's an opening of each concentration camp, those who, who went, who were lucky enough to live through it. I mean, that's not good to say. Who were? I mean, it's horrible that they had to live through it, but they lived in the end. They were not killed in the process. That's what I'm trying to say. And um, I was now with the um, this year. There was one of those events for Keratem uh, when I, I went there with a person who actually was detained there, and in three other concentration camps. And you walk those rooms and the building with him always, and you see the shuddering person. He, he knows it's no longer that, it's something else. They're trying to uh, turn it into a museum. But you see the, the emotions, and um, they don't say much, they don't talk much, but you see when the, the gaze uh, travels far enough from the current present, and um, you try to think about those events, cannot possibly imagine how horrific they were. And um, another thing is that they are still under the control of those who are descendants of those who committed descendants in the ideological sense because today they are denying that anything happened 
And today, it's not a pleasant to be a Bosniak or a Muslim in the city of Prijedor, even though a lot of people uh, decided to to come back more in Kozarac than in in Prijedor. But there is still this, it's in the air, that it can happen again anytime soon. So it was one of those events, uh, mass funeral, and the uh, village Kamichani next to town of Prijedor, uh, next to town of Kozarac, which is next to the city of Prijedor. And uh, what pains me is what I see time and time again. I see politicians who come here show up once a year to be seen on camera that they care. They are in the front row. There is a prayer before the mass funeral. They are in the front row. They are the ones who come the last. Um, they walk by the the caskets and they pay they respect and that is fine. But all of the other ones, the family members, and they all, uh, when the when the prayer starts, they are all in the back. They are not in the front where they should be. And after the prayer, prayer, when it is time for each, for families to claim their casket, they gather on the casket and then carry the casket to the final arresting home. Um, I'm, I'm glad that we remember, I'm glad that we um, commemorate, I'm glad that uh, there are many of those who understand the depth of pain and the sacrifice made for the country, but at the same time, it pains me to see how perfunctory it becomes. It becomes as an event for a politician uh, to attend because of what, uh, because it is in his or her calendar, and you go there and you give a speech and you say, so it never happens again. And you know that they haven't done almost anything to make life easier for those who were supposed to return to their to their cities, towns, villages. It is okay in Federatia, in Federation, but in Republika Srpska, which is under the regime of those, I could simply say chauvinists, so fascists, not, not Nazis, they're not fascists, but the chauvinists who denied that anything happened and that everything that happened was uh, almost justified for the greater glory of some cosmic nation, uh, it is, uh, it pains you to see that it is, it has become politicized so much that in the end, those who suffer the most get nothing out of it, not even the functioning country, not a better future, uh, not, not even financial gains to gains to say, yeah, at least you can live as a decent human being on this 
kind of financial help. I, it, it is so interesting and um, regretful, I have to tell you. So I go to these events with a mixed feeling, knowing what I will see, what's going to happen, but again trying to participate in the sorrow on the family's funeral. We waited so long, at least for the remains to be found. Um, another thing that is um, happening now is that um, the Central Electoral Commission, Election, Election Commission, is expecting, and this is the week to do this, is expecting the list, uh, the uh, compensation lists, we call them, to be. Um, submitted. We have been cleared. Everything we submitted uh, was fine. Anything that was uh, not so fine that needed to be fixed, uh, the Central Election Commission Commission informed all the political parties that they need to make uh, to to provide additional documentation. The same thing was for us. We did that, and so now we have submitted our lists of candidates. Now, once you do that, there's another. Uh, a list for the uh, country or state and federal entity levels where you submit the preferential lists because uh, parties, because of the number of, because of the ways the parliament is populated and has to have quotas for people of uh, Bosniaks and Serbs and Croats and others, often that doesn't get filled neatly based on the votes of the people. So what they do is, for the remainder, unfilled, they use the party votes. Every time you vote for Clark, your Clark's party gets the check mark. Every time they vote for Mirsad, Mirsad's party. So parties with more check marks, more one more votes, then have a better chance of filling the remaining places, and they fill them from this preferential list. So the preferential list includes people who are on the other list, so cannot be somebody who is, who is not a candidate. But from those who didn't make it, they're going to fill that, fill that list. That is what's going to happen now. Also, um, this week there was a big scare in the country, there was a big upheaval, the high representative. Uh, there was a rumor that he was going to enact the changes to the election law that would be in line with what the Croatian, a uh, Croat, Bosnian Croat party called HDZ, Croat Democratic Community, uh, requested. And they requested that um, they basically would like to see that only certain Croats from certain parts of the country get to vote and not other cards in, in other parts of the country or, or entity called federation. Uh, to most people who uh, are for European values, that was going back to apartheid. It's something that where you basically limit who can vote and who can be uh, elected or who can be the candidates. And so there was a big outcry political parties, some document got leaked to the press, what kind of changes they want to have. All of us issued statements. 
uh, while the uh, Office of High Representative said nothing. So it was almost like they were testing the environment, the political scene. Uh, the protests were organized, the protests of the citizens, I participated in one of those just to say I, I support uh, civic engagement. And in the end, he came out with a modified set of recommendations, recommendations that would improve the technical aspect of the process that would make it uh, to be of higher integrity, less stealing, less cheating, but ask for political changes to be agreed upon by the political parties within six weeks, certainly before the elections. And that's really strange because you announce the elections, people um, announce their candidacies under certain rules, and now they want to change the rules of the game once the game has started. So it's really unusual, but it simply demonstrates the fact that uh, Croatian Prime Minister, Mr. Plenkovic, is very successful, skillful when it comes to lobbying both uh, the EU officials and uh, US officials regarding their priorities and interests and they're working on behalf of the Croats in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And so things like that are not so unusual. Anyway, this is uh, something that occupied our attention for seven days. Nothing, there was no other news. Everything was just that. Um, and Eric, for the um, for the end of the um, this report, and before I do that, let me do something else. Um, yes, we are trying to get started. We are talking to our candidates. We are establishing the the, the teams at the level of the coalition, at the level of the platform for progress, uh, of people that will help the can prepare the candidates and uh, uh, work on our program and slogan and uh, anything, uh, logis logistics for the elections, uh, finding the people who will be part of the election boards and so on. Those activities are getting started at the same time when there are vacations mm -hmm. um, that are happening all around the country. Diaspora is here in large numbers. Everything is going to slow down when we have to ramp up. Uh, we have to worry about the financial thing, uh, uh, financial aspect of it, which is going to be really hard, just like it always is. Uh, in the end, we have to. Uh, we have to make sure that uh, whatever we do we stay the course, the thing that, the, to remind ourselves always who we are and to promote that message because there is a, a tremendous attempt to move us in the area, in, in the domain of everybody else. An uh, established way of doing business, and we just cannot do that. So we we finally know who we are, what we want, 
now we have to find the people to do it with. Uh, what I wanted to say for the end was the was something that amused us all, was the whole country immensely. On the one aspect, and on the other, it was uh, a stern warning, really. Uh, Mr. Bakir Zabegovic, who is the head of SDA's uh, Party of Democratic Action, which is Bosnia's really party, <coughs> the largest Bosnian party, he was um, at an event of his party in, in one of the suburbs of Sarajevo. And he basically said two things. One that was hilarious. He said, I know the young people are leaving, but we will replace them with robot, robots and high-tech things. Um, what does that mean? Um, first of all, you recognize you have no program for the young people to stay. Second, to say, you, 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 how do you replace young people with robots? To do what? I mean, and he would sometimes use this uh, high technology and robotics, uh, not placing one with the other. Uh, it was everybody in the country reacted to that. Now there are billion images with waiters with robots and uh, uh, politicians with robots, uh, robots with the politicians' heads, and I mean, that was hilarious. And I, I provided my commentary, and that was one of the fastest uh, liked in terms of the numbers. Uh, pieces that I've ever written. Um, the other one was that at that same time he basically said, we have counted ourselves, the ones who are uh, like uh, hunters, people who are drones. It's almost like we are getting ready for the war, so we are counting anybody who can contribute in any possible way. And of course, the other side from Republika Srpska just waited for that to say, okay, that's fine, we are ready for you. It's just that the normal, the normal according to them, campaign of hatred so that they all get as much votes as possible. It was just a responsibility, it was horrendous. And one thing I forgot to mention is that um, I created a video. I don't know, did I talk about the video? Um, video that was um, somebody recommended who basically said, Mirsad, remember that event with the uh, tire that Jack, you didn't know to replace the tire and how can he be the president? How can he be the president? He does not change the tire. None of that really happened. I was just uh, rushing to the place. I went to go to a meeting, called, uh, called taxi and the help to come and help fix that while I go to taxi to another meeting. But then they turned into, oh, he doesn't know how to change the tire. So we, somebody said, why don't you create a, a video where basically you have a tire problem, you try to fix it, you cannot fix it, then you call the help and then you point to the presidency and then it says, everybody should be doing their job. Those who can fix the tire, I'm going to fix the country. <laughs> and it's so interesting. So we created that video, 45 seconds and so on. <clears throat> Several surprises. Many people thought it was hilarious and funny. They uh, they understood the parody of it. Many thought it was really what happened. Uh, I got a problem with the tire, couldn't fix it. And um, best of all, a number of uh, advices I got how to fix the tire. This was amazing. But in the end, the number of people who viewed the video, this is now in two weeks, two weeks, 
It's over 600,000. <laughs> now, for the country where if you have 250,000 votes, you win, 600,000 who have seen it and said, oh, this guy exists, who is this? I mean, it's, it's a wonderful reach. So, anyway, that's a report for today. And I know time's short, so I'll just throw one here. Just overall impressions, thoughts about where you stand now as we get closer to October 2nd, not only within the platform, but the country, the coalition as well. Just Well, the, um, there is a tremendous attempt by both sides, both, I think, the nationalists and this so-called coalition of uh, civic-oriented parties that are backing one candidate, they are trying to make this a binary race. So it's almost behind the stage where nobody is talking about me as if I don't exist. Um, this actually changed. We had, uh, we had a press conference, I forgot to mention that, on Monday at 11, in front of the Office of High Representative where we announced our position and make some suggestions. That was really well covered in all the major outlets, media outlets. And then the protests uh, that somebody else organized, I was visible and many media outlets uh, took my statement. So uh, in that sense, there was some recognition of, okay, this guy has something to say, he's here. Now that Central Election Commission has finished its, its job of uh, certifying parties and candidates for the elections, um, they will come out a list of candidates, a list for each uh, level of government. What I think will happen is that there was a lottery, lottery, where each party gets a specific number from one on. And that's the ranking that is listed to, to write the ballots, to fill out the ballots, to actually create the ballots. Now, when you go to the parties, there are coalitions, and there are some parties that have several coalitions depending on the level of government. We have five. A platform for Progress for the level of the presidency, one coalition for the level of government, uh, one coalition at the level of entities and uh, two at the level of cantons, um, just because of the number of parties participating in all of them. The Platform for Progress drew number five, and the rest of our four were later. And if, I, if it's the case, and I believe that one, two, three, and four options have no candidates for the presidency. Then on the ballot for my, for the Bosniak uh, candidate for the presidency, I should be listed first, and the other two candidates in second and third. That will uh, visibly um, just indicate that there are three candidates, and once that's announced, there is no way that media outlets can just ignore the fact that I'm there. Um, we realized also by talking to media outlets and by observing what they report on, uh, 
that there are definite media outlets like portals that are owned by parties or established by parties. There are those, those that are influenced by parties, those that are influenced by the money of the parties. And there are very few independent ones. A lot of money, nasty battle. Um, it's going to be very hard to deal with that without financial, substantial financial support. And our uh, challenge will be how to have the message conveyed to people, given the fact that the, the other two will do everything they can to, just to shut me out, to shut us out. So that is going to be uh, a challenge, big challenge. Do I not recall correctly that in 2018 your name was at the top of the ballot too, wasn't it? It was. You're yes, right. it was. See? Yes, it was. You're right. Good point. Yes, it was the first on the list, twice in a row. I think so. I'm just waiting to see confirmation of the sure. Central Election Commission.